Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. If it wasn't for Andrew's teachings, I would never be where I am today. I would never have victory. I would be living a life of defeat. It was Andrew's teaching that allowed me to develop that faith. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Friday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today is the end of my third week of teaching from this new book that I've got entitled More Grace, More Favor. And I tell you, this has been powerful. I've got another week to go on this, and I would like to encourage you to please get these materials. This would change your life. I've been using James chapter 4 and also 1 Peter chapter 5, and I've read through uh, a number of scriptures there, but the bottom line is God gives more grace He resists the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. So if you want more grace in your life, what you've got to do is humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And so we've been talking about humility. We've been talking against pride. I've used so many illustrations that there's just no way I can go back and cover everything. But what I started talking about yesterday is that humility is thankful. Or you could say it this way. If you aren't thankful... You aren't humble. And I know that a lot of people don't connect those two. But I used scriptures yesterday, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 2, where it lists unthankful right alongside other sins in this terrible list of things that were wicked. Did you know that being unthankful is being unholy? Thankfulness is not something that just comes as a byproduct. If everything was perfect in your life, then you'd automatically be thankful. No, Paul and Silas were thankful even in prison when they had been beaten and their feet and their hands were in the stocks. They were singing praises and giving thanks to God at midnight. Thanksgiving is an attitude that you have to cultivate. It doesn't come naturally. Naturally, people are going to gravitate towards the negative. They're going to focus on the negative. They're going to be talking about that. Most people, even if everything is good in your life, right at this moment, most people will just, they still won't be thankful because they'll know that something is around the corner. Something is going to go wrong. We live in a fallen world, and there are very few people who really are just thankful. Did you know I believe that Adam and Eve when they were first created before they sinned, they didn't have anybody to pray for. They didn't have any intercession to make. They didn't have any requests to make. They didn't need house, car, clothes, money. They had all the food they could ever need. The climate was perfect. There was nothing for them to do that constitutes most people's prayer life today. Most people in their prayer life are constantly asking God for something, healing, deliverance, money, joy, peace. Or if you're really spiritual, you're interceding for somebody else. But Adam and Eve didn't have any of those things to ask for. So what did their prayer life consist of? You know, I believe it was just relationship with the Lord. It says they met with the Lord in the cool of the day. And I believe they were just talking to him about, God, it was a beautiful sunrise. This is so beautiful. This place that you've made. I saw a tree today that I'd never seen before. I saw an animal that I'd never seen. They were just thanking God for life and for everything that he had done for them. I believe that Thanksgiving was primarily what their whole relationship with God was about prior to the fall. 
SO I BELIEVE THAT WE OUGHT TO BE THANKFUL, THANKFUL, THANKFUL PEOPLE, AND YET THE VAST MAJORITY OF PEOPLE ARE FOCUSED ON WHAT THEY DON'T HAVE INSTEAD OF WHAT THEY DO HAVE. THEY DON'T APPRECIATE WHAT THEY'VE GOT. THIS IS ONE OF THE REASONS THAT I MAKE ALL OF OUR BIBLE COLLEGE uh, STUDENTS GO ON A FOREIGN MISSIONS TRIP BEFORE THEY CAN GRADUATE FROM CARIS BIBLE COLLEGE. BECAUSE WHEN I WENT OVERSEAS FOR THE VERY FIRST TIME AND MINISTERED, I CAME BACK AND I TELL YOU, I WAS THANKFUL. THE FIRST REAL MINISTRY uh, TRIP THAT I TOOK OVERSEAS WAS TO INDIA, AND THIS WAS BACK IN 1980. AND I TELL YOU, uh, 50 YEARS AGO, OR 40 YEARS AGO, I GUESS IT WAS, IT WAS TOTALLY DIFFERENT THAN IT IS NOW. AND I WENT TO PLACES THAT THEY HAD NEVER SEEN A WHITE MAN BEFORE. I SAW POVERTY. I WENT INTO A MILLIONAIRE'S HOME, A MAN WHO WAS, YOU KNOW, VERY RICH BY INDIAN STANDARDS, AND HIS HOUSE WAS DIRTY BY AMERICAN STANDARDS. HIS PLATES were HAD CHIPS ON THEM, and, AND THEY WERE... I TELL YOU WHAT, I CAME BACK REALIZING THAT WE ARE BLESSED, 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 AND IT HELPED ME TO PUT THINGS INTO PERSPECTIVE AND TO REALIZE THAT HERE IN THE UNITED STATES, WE KIND OF LIVE IN A BUBBLE. WE ARE BLESSED AND DON'T EVEN KNOW IT. I MEAN, YOU LISTEN TO THESE COMMERCIALS ON TELEVISION, AND IF YOU DON'T HAVE THE BRAND NEW CAR, THE NEWEST IPHONE, THE NEWEST EVERYTHING, YOU, you SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER ARE POOR. YOU NEED TO GO SOMEPLACE. LIKE, I'VE BEEN TO uh, MEXICO AND SEEN PEOPLE THAT WERE BORN AND HAVE LIVED 30 AND 40 YEARS ON A DUMP, A CITY DUMP IN A CARDBOARD BOX AND HAVE NEVER GOTTEN OFF OF THE DUMP. YOU SEE THINGS LIKE THAT, AND YOU COME BACK AND YOU HAVE A DIFFERENT ATTITUDE TOWARDS YOUR CAR, TOWARDS YOUR HOUSE THAT YOU LIVE IN. I REMEMBER GOING TO NICARAGUA, AND I BUILT A HOUSE FOR A LITTLE LADY THERE, ELENA. SHE'S NOW GONE TO BE WITH THE LORD, BUT SHE WAS 78 BACK WHEN I HELPED uh, AMBASSADORS TO THE NATIONS BUILD THIS HOUSE FOR HER. AND SHE WAS 78 YEARS OLD, HAD NEVER LIVED IN A HOUSE. SHE LIVED... SHE SLEPT IN A HAMMOCK BETWEEN TWO TREES WITH THREE OF HER GRANDKIDS LIVING ON THE GROUND UNDERNEATH HER. AND THAT'S THE WAY THAT SHE LIVED. AND I TELL YOU WHAT, YOU SEE PEOPLE LIKE THAT AND YOU COME BACK AND IT GIVES YOU A DIFFERENT PERSPECTIVE. BEING THANKFUL IS A GODLY THING. BEING UNTHANKFUL IS UNGODLY AND BEING UNTHANKFUL IS ACTUALLY PRIDE. YOU ARE FOCUSED ON SELF. AND IF YOU ARE FOCUSED ON SELF, IT'S LIKE A DRUG ADDICTION. YOU CAN GIVE... YOU KNOW, YOU CAN TAKE DRUGS AND GET HIGH, BUT THEN THE NEXT TIME YOU HAVE TO HAVE A LITTLE BIT MORE. IT CAN NEVER BE SATISFIED, AND EVENTUALLY IT JUST WINDS UP CONSUMING YOU AND KILLING YOU. SELF IS LIKE THAT. YOU CAN'T EVER SATISFY SELF. THERE ARE SOME OF YOU WATCHING THIS PROGRAM THAT YOU THOUGHT, IF I COULD JUST HAVE THIS HOUSE, IF I COULD JUST HAVE THIS CAR, IF I COULD JUST HAVE THIS MATE, IF I COULD JUST HAVE SOMETHING, THEN YOU'D BE HAPPY AND YOU'D BE CONTENT. NOW YOU'VE GOT THOSE THINGS AND YOU'RE STILL DISCONTENT. THERE'S ALWAYS MORE. Uh, IT'S LIKE A DRUG ADDICTION. YOU CAN'T SATISFY IT. YOU HAVE TO REJECT IT. YOU HAVE TO DENY YOURSELF. IT'S IN LOSING YOUR LIFE THAT YOU FIND OUT WHAT LIFE IS REALLY ALL ABOUT. IT'S IN SERVING GOD AND OTHER PEOPLE AHEAD OF YOURSELF THAT YOU REALLY FIND OUT WHAT TRUE HAPPINESS IS. LET ME SHARE THIS EXAMPLE WITH YOU FROM um, LUKE CHAPTER 17. AND IN VERSE 11 IT SAYS, AND IT CAME TO PASS AS HE WENT, TALKING ABOUT JESUS, TO JERUSALEM, THAT HE PASSED THROUGH THE MIDST OF SAMARIA AND GALILEE, AND HE ENTERED INTO A CERTAIN VILLAGE. THERE MEN HIM TEN MEN THAT WERE LEPERS, WHICH STOOD AFAR OFF, AND THEY LIFTED UP THEIR VOICES, AND SAID, JESUS, MASTER, HAVE MERCY ON US. 
And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? There are not found that are returned to give glory to God, save this stranger. You know, this is an example of what we're talking about. When you receive something from God, you ought to give thanks. You ought to be thankful. And you do that by glorifying Him, exalting His will. God has given Himself. He sent His only Son. He sacrificed for us. He died. It is just normal. It is our normal Christian duty to give back unto Him. You know, Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 are the verses that God first spoke to me, the ones that changed my life. And Romans 12, 1 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. This isn't just for the full-time minister. It's not just for the super saint. It's not just for the fanatic. Jesus gave himself for us, and it is our reasonable service to give back unto him. And this is what happened right here. Jesus healed 10 lepers, and yet only one came back to offer thanks. You know, that's a shame. It should not be this way. And yet, sad to say, this is true. This is probably the majority of Christians really aren't giving God the the credit that is due unto him for the life that he's given us, for not only our physical life, but our spiritual life being born again. We're focused on all the negative things that are happening. We're thinking about ourselves and what we don't have instead of what we do have. You know, I, when I was raised in church, we had this song that we sang about count your many blessings, name them one by one, count your many blessings, see what God hath done. And then it says, and it will surprise you what the Lord has done. And I remember many testimonies, and I remember myself that that song, when things happened, instead of looking at the bad things that had happened and potentially where this was leading and what this might lead to and stuff, I remember I would just sit there and start counting all of the blessings and all of the good things that God had done in my life. And just like that song was saying, it surprises you. It focuses your attention on the Lord. You know, when you are giving thanks, it makes you focus on what God has done. Let's say, for instance, that you've just been diagnosed with cancer and you came from the doctor's office and he said you're going to die. What our normal tendency is, is to start looking at the bad news and then use our imagination to see where is this going to lead. And we see ourselves suffering, wasting away, terrible pain. We see our funeral. We wonder what songs are they going to sing at our funeral? Where is this going to leave my family? How will they cope and exist? Who's going to pay for the funeral? See, those are the kind of things that we tend to start thinking. That's just fallen human nature to always gravitate towards the negative. But when you start praising God, let's say you just came from the doctor and he gave you a report that you've got cancer and that you're going to die. And yet, if you've got this commitment that I am going to bless the Lord at all times, Psalms chapter 34, verse 1, His praise shall continually be in my mouth. 
AND THERE'S SO MANY OTHER SCRIPTURES. JESUS SAID IN JOHN CHAPTER 16, VERSE 33, IN THE WORLD YOU'RE GOING TO HAVE TRIBULATION, BUT BE OF GOOD CHEER. I'VE OVERCOME THE WORLD. PHILIPPIANS CHAPTER 4 SAYS, REJOICE IN THE LORD ALWAYS. AND AGAIN I SAY REJOICE. I BELIEVE THE REASON HE SAID AGAIN I SAY REJOICE IS BECAUSE PEOPLE WERE GOING TO THINK HE COULDN'T MEAN WHAT HE SAID, SO HE JUST REPEATED IT. AGAIN, I SAY REJOICE. I WANT YOU TO KNOW I MEAN EXACTLY WHAT I'VE SAID. ALL OF THESE THINGS ARE SAYING THAT WE NEED TO BE PRAISING GOD. SO IF YOU WERE GIVEN A DEATH SENTENCE AND TOLD THAT YOU ONLY HAD A SHORT PERIOD OF TIME TO LIVE, BUT IF YOU HAD THIS COMMITMENT THAT I AM GOING TO BE HUMBLE, I AM GOING TO BE THANKFUL, I'M GOING TO PRAISE GOD, PHILIPPIANS CHAPTER 4, WITH THANKSGIVING LET YOUR REQUEST BE MADE KNOWN UNTO GOD. INSTEAD OF GOING AND JUST, IN A SENSE, THROWING UP ALL OVER HIM AND TELLING HIM YOU'RE HURTING, FEELING, YOU KNOW, THAT GOD, THEY SAID I'M GOING TO DIE AND LOOK AT THESE TERRIBLE THINGS. THE BIBLE SAYS, WITH THANKSGIVING LET YOUR REQUEST BE MADE KNOWN UNTO GOD. BEFORE YOU START TELLING HIM THE PROBLEM AND WHAT THE DOCTOR HAS SAID, YOU NEED TO START THANKING GOD. YOU KNOW WHAT THIS DOES? THANKSGIVING MAKES YOU FOCUS ON THE GOOD. IF YOU SAY, I'M GOING TO PRAISE GOD, WELL, THEN INSTEAD OF YOU GOING AND JUST CRYING AND TALKING ABOUT, OH, GOD, I'VE DIED, AND HERE'S WHAT THE DOCTOR SAID, YOU WOULD HAVE TO FIND SOMETHING TO BE THANKFUL FOR. AND YOU KNOW WHAT THIS DOES? IT REFOCUSES YOUR ATTENTION. IT WOULD MAKE YOU START FOCUSING ON THE PROMISES OF GOD THAT HE, BY HIS STRIPES, WE WERE HEALED. AND EVEN IF FOR SOME REASON YOU JUST DIDN'T BELIEVE THAT YOU WERE GOING TO BE ABLE TO RECEIVE YOUR HEALING, DID YOU KNOW THAT YOU COULD FOCUS ON JOHN CHAPTER 14? IN MY FATHER'S HOUSE ARE MANY MANSIONS. IF IT WERE NOT SO, I WOULD HAVE TOLD YOU, I GO TO PREPARE A PLACE FOR YOU, AND IF I GO AND PREPARE A PLACE FOR YOU, I WILL COME AGAIN AND RECEIVE YOU UNTO MYSELF, THAT WHERE I AM, THERE YOU MAY BE ALSO. IF NOTHING ELSE, YOU COULD FOCUS ON GOD. EVEN IF I DIE, EVEN IF I DON'T SEE MY PHYSICAL HEALING MANIFEST, I'M GOING TO GO IMMEDIATELY INTO THE PRESENCE OF GOD. I'M GOING TO LIVE FOREVER IN A MANSION uh, ON STREETS THAT ARE PAVED WITH GOLD. THERE'LL BE NO MORE SORROW, NO MORE CRYING, NO MORE TEARS. AND SEE, THAT'S WHAT YOU WOULD HAVE TO FOCUS ON. IT WOULD MAKE YOU FOCUS ON EITHER VICTORY BECAUSE OF JESUS IN THIS LIFE OR ULTIMATELY VICTORY IN HEAVEN WHERE HE'LL WIPE ALL TEARS AWAY FROM YOUR EYES. THANKSGIVING REFOCUSES YOUR ATTENTION AWAY FROM THE NEGATIVE AND ONTO THE POSITIVE. IF IT WASN'T THAT WAY, WELL, THEN YOU you COULDN'T THANK GOD FOR, OH, GOD, I'M GOING TO DIE, AND MY CHILDREN ARE GOING TO BE, YOU KNOW, WITHOUT A PARENT, AND WE DON'T HAVE THE MONEY TO EVEN PAY FOR THE FUNERAL AND PAY FOR THE EXPENSES AND PAY FOR ALL. IF YOU ARE THINKING ON THOSE NEGATIVE THINGS, THERE ISN'T ANYTHING TO THANK GOD IN THAT. THANKSGIVING MAKES YOU FOCUS ON THE POSITIVE. AND SOME PEOPLE ARE WATCHING THIS AND THINKING, THERE ISN'T ANYTHING POSITIVE IN MY LIFE. I TELL YOU, IT'S A GOOD THING THAT I'M NOT GOD BECAUSE I HATE THAT ATTITUDE. I MEAN, IF I WAS GOD, I'D JUST DROP KICK YOU OFF INTO SPACE. YOU SAY THAT THERE'S NOTHING GOOD GOING ON. MAN, PRAISE GOD, THINGS ARE AS GOOD AS THEY ARE. YOU KNOW, I WAS MINISTERING ON THIS EXACT TOPIC AT ONE OF OUR MINISTERS CONFERENCES. THIS HAS BEEN A LONG TIME AGO, 15 OR 20 YEARS AGO. AND THERE'S A VERY GOOD FRIEND OF MINE. HE'S ON MY BOARD OF DIRECTORS, PASTOR BOB NICHOLS. AND I TELL YOU, HE'S A SUPER GODLY MAN. BUT HE'S HAD A LOT OF PROBLEMS. AND AT THAT MOMENT, HE HAD A DAUGHTER WHO HAD HAD A CAR WRECK. IT CAUSED SOME KIND OF A BRAIN PROBLEM. THERE WERE SEIZURES. AND SHE ACTUALLY 
uh, flat line. They took her to the doctors. I was there when the doctors came in and told him that they just needed to take her off of the uh, machines that were keeping her alive, that she was basically dead and they needed to let her go. And he just was kind to him, says, you do the best you can, but that's not what I believe. And anyway, he got his daughter home, but she was in a vegetative state. She wasn't able to talk. She was off the life support. But he had to have 24-hour-a-day nursing care. And he was going through all of these things. And here I was talking about finding something positive and that anybody can find something positive. It doesn't matter what you're going through. And his situation was worse than my situation, worse than anybody in this whole minister's conference. And as I was teaching on this, I remember him standing up and he just put his Bible down on the floor and he says, I've taken all of this that I can stand. And he just started praising God and talking about how good God was to him. And he, he just couldn't stand it anymore. He was so thankful. And other people knew that his situation was worse than their situation. And yet here was this man praising God and talking about the good. And I mean, people all over that auditorium begin to hit their knees and start repenting. And we had a little mini revival because a man who was suffering and I mean, had bad things going on in his life was just giving glory to God and glorifying God. See, this is what happens when you, when you are thankful you glorify God. This is what these verses say. Look at this. He says, Where are there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. This stranger, this Samaritan, who had, he was healed of leprosy, was thanking God. And Jesus said that is giving glory to God. When you are thanking God, you are giving glory to God. When you aren't thanking God, you may not like this, but you're giving glory to the devil. When you are thinking about where is this going to go and oh God, and you're worried and you're thinking about the negative, you are giving glory to the devil. When you are thanking God, you are giving glory to God. And look what happened. In verse 19, he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. All ten of these lepers were healed, but not all were made whole. There was only one made whole. And that was the one who started giving glory and thanks to God. Did you know when you glorify God, it not only redirects your faith from the negative to the positive, but it makes you whole. I don't understand this completely, but I can guarantee you there's been so many times in my life where I didn't feel like praising God. I felt like crying. I felt like giving up. I felt like griping and complaining. And yet, because of these truths that God has shown me, I just started praising God. And when I do, it redirects my attention away from the negative. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Well, unbelief, fear, doubt comes by hearing the doctor's report and all of the things that are contrary to the Word of God. And if that's what you're meditating on, it's going to minister negative things to you and hurt you. But when you start praising God, it redirects your faith away from the negative onto the positive, And all of a sudden, your faith starts building. And before you know it, you are just glorifying God and thanking God and it changes you. It makes you whole. You know, leprosy, it, it varies in different people, but leprosy can cause a person to lose their fingers, their toes. It can actually eat away parts of your body. It says that all 10 of these lepers were cleansed 
But this leper, because he offered thanks, was made whole. I believe that his fingers, his toes, or whatever he had lost came back. There's a difference between just being forgiven and then being whole. There's a difference between just being cleansed and being whole. And I'm telling you, one of the things that makes you whole is when you start giving thanksgiving, when you humble yourself, and instead of just saying, well, I deserve this, and that's it. No, you humble yourself and say, Father, thank you. You didn't have to do this. Thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for all of these things. And again, I know that there are some people think, well, I don't have anything to praise God for. Man, if nothing else, if you are born again, if you were to die, you're going to go straight into the presence of God. If you never saw your prosperity manifest here on this earth, you are going to live in a mansion in heaven. You've got so much that you could be praising God for. For you to think you don't have anything to praise God for, I tell you, when I hear that, the spirit of slap just wants to come all over me. It's a good thing I'm not God because you've got a lot to be praising God for. The Bible says, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. If you're breathing, you need to be praising the Lord. It's God that gave you that breath. You don't have the right to be griping and complaining. And I know some of you are thinking, oh, yes, I do. You don't know what's happened. Well, I don't know what's happened to you, but I do know what God has done for you. And I know that what God has done for you is infinitely greater than whatever the devil has done to you or is trying to do to you. You know, it says in the book of Isaiah that when we get into eternity, it says the former things will never come to mind. I don't care how bad your life is. I don't care how bad you've been treated. I don't care how bad your life is. In eternity, it is going to be so awesome. Romans chapter 8, I believe it's verse 18, says that the sufferings of this present world are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. The things you're going through right now, your future is so bright, you got to squint to look at it. God has provided so much for you that you're never going to have any of these problems that we have even come to mind. They will be totally forgotten. It's not even worthy to com make a comparison between the suffering that you have now and the glory that is going to be revealed to you. See, if you were thinking like that, you don't have a reason to gripe and complain. You could praise God regardless of what's going on. And if for some reason there's somebody watching this program that you don't know Jesus and you haven't received that personally, we've got people standing by right now that'll take your phone call and they could pray with you and you could be born again. And then regardless of what you're going through, God could either deliver you in this life or if nothing else, in the life to come, you're going to be so compensated that you'll, you'll even forget all of the problems of the things that have ever happened to you. If you don't know Jesus... Call that number that you see on your screen. We've got people that would love to pray with you and help you. And when you call, remember that I'm offering this book, uh, first time I've ever offered this, entitled More Grace, More Favor. We have this on CDs, also on DVDs. And if you order any of this product, then you can request this little booklet entitled Self-Centeredness, The Source of All Grief. And I promise you, this would turn your life right side up. And then join me again next week as I continue this teaching on more grace, more favor. 
Andrew's teaching, More Grace, More Favor, is available as a brand new book or as a CD or DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. Each of these valuable resources are available for a gift of any amount when you contact us. This entire series is also available for audio download absolutely free from our website. Or you can get the More Grace, More Favor package, which includes the book and your choice of either the CD or DVD album. This package has a catalog value of $50, but you can receive all of these valuable resources today for just $35. Also today, Andrew has a bonus offer. You can request the Self-Centeredness, the Source of All Grief booklet for free when you order either the book, CD, or DVD album from Andrew's new teaching, More Grace, More Favor. The free booklet is limited to one free per household and is only available in the US, UK, Canada, and Australia. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get these teachings. Many of you know that we have built a 1,022 space parking garage to accommodate all of our people that come to our facilities in Woodland Park. And it was at a $23 million cost. And we are trying to get that paid off as quickly as we can. I felt like the Lord spoke to me about encouraging 23,000 people to give a $1,000 offering, either a one-time gift or pledged out over a period of 10 months, $100 per month. If you would like to be a part of that, I encourage you to call or write, go to our website and join our 1K Club. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or you can call our helpline 24 hours a day, five days a week, Monday through Friday at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. I want to let you know that our phone center has expanded our hours to where it's 24 hours a day, Monday through Friday. And we receive about 40,000 calls a month. The majority of those are prayer calls. We are seeing awesome things happen. We've seen uh, people raised from the dead by relatives that called in and asked us to pray with them. We've seen miracles of healing. We are seeing God touch people's hearts, change people's hearts. And uh, you know, the devil doesn't just fight you during the work hours, it's 24 hours a day. So we're open 24 hours a day, five days a week, 719-635-1111. The information will be on your screen, but I encourage you to call and take advantage of not only the products that we're offering, but we have some of the best prayer ministers on the planet. And now it's 24 hours a day, five days a week. If you'd like to receive prayer, Andrew Womack Ministries is here for you. Call our helpline at 719-635-1111, 24 hours a day, five days a week. Andrew's Bible College, Karis Bible College, has over 60 extension schools around the world. Go to karisbiblecollege.org today to find a school near you. Transforming Lives, Training Leaders, Changing the World, Karis Bible College. 
I'D LIKE TO INVITE YOU TO JOIN ME ON SEPTEMBER THE 28TH THROUGH OCTOBER THE 2ND IN WOODBRIDGE, VIRGINIA, AND I'M GOING TO BE THERE WITH RANDY CLARK FOR THE VOICE OF THE APOSTLES EVENT. THIS WILL BE MY FIRST TIME TO BE A PART OF IT. WE HAD RANDY AT OUR FACILITY HERE IN WOODLAND PARK, AND I TELL YOU, GOD TOUCHED A LOT OF PEOPLE'S LIVES THROUGH HIM. I'M EXCITED TO BE A PART OF THEIR EVENT. I ENCOURAGE YOU TO COME AND JOIN US AND GET READY TO BE BLESSED. Join us on October 5th for a special Truth and Liberty broadcast as Andrew joins Tony Perkins, E.W. Jackson, Bill Federer, Janet Boynes, and General Jerry Boykin to discuss the importance of the upcoming election and why you need to vote your values. This is a critical election. We have to vote. But as Christians, it's more than a right. It's a responsibility. And I'm committed to making sure that we save the United States of America. 